Live from the Widecast Studios, it's another episode of Scott Wheeler's Airplay where we go behind the scenes to talk to radio and TV personalities that you listen to and watch on a daily basis. Remember, Air Airplay can be seen on Peoria Life's web portal. It's on Peoria Life's Facebook page and YouTube channel live right now. And then you can see past and uh, future episodes as well on the Peoria Life web portal, as well as Peoria TV Channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. If you're on the go, don't forget about Apple Podcasts. You can catch the audio version of Airplay there. My guest today is the host of the afternoon show on 93.3 The Drive, number one rated show in Peoria. He also spends the other part of his day producing many of the uh, commercials you hear on radio and voicing many of them. And he's just one of the coolest cats in, uh, in Peoria radio for sure. Ryan Madden is here today on Airplay. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. So I have always uh, perceived you to be from Peoria, but are you? I am not. Okay. No, no. See? I've, I've only ever worked in radio in Peoria. Okay. But I uh, grew up in the uh, suburbs of Chicago, town, oh, town okay. called uh, Lamont. I know where that is. Which is uh, southwest suburbs. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a golfer, you probably know it as the home of uh, Cog Hill. Yes. Yes, where the Western Open was mm -hmm. played for quite a long time. Uh, nice, cool little, uh, I was going to call it a river town, but it's actually on the I&M Canal. Okay. Um, and made my way down to Bradley and still here. I did not know you were a Bradley alum. Yeah, I am. We're in the club together. Yes. How about that? Yes. So that got you to Peoria. What, what's the time frame there? Oh, I graduated high school in 91, okay. so it'd be early 90s. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I assume you were a mass comm radio TV major at Bradley? Uh, journalism major. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Did you want to be a more news-oriented reporter? Uh, no. No. No, no. It's, it's a long story. Just that, had the later <laughs> classes, right? No. No, it's a, it's a long story that I will try to make as short as possible. Okay. No, I was a journalism major. Uh, always planned to go to law school. And, and they told me, uh, or I learned, I shouldn't say anybody told me in particular, but journalism would be a, a good uh, major you know, you learn to read, write, communicate. Right. Uh, that would be a good major uh, to go to law school. Mm -hmm. So I came within about uh, 12 hours of going to law school. Really? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. I had moved out to uh, D.C. Uh -huh. and then decided literally about 12 hours before classes were going to start, I don't want to be a lawyer. That that radio gig was actually pretty good. Huh. So I'm back in radio for 25 years. So what... Uh what was the epiphany? What happened that made you say, I just don't want to do this? You know, coming out of law school, nearly 200 grand in the hole. <laughs> was, you know, kind of like, hmm, maybe this is not such a good idea when I really don't know if I want to be a lawyer. So, so what is it about you that um, I assume it's kind of a key interest in life and how it works? What made you think you wanted to be a lawyer? Uh, <laughs> well, this is going to sound, I'm going to say a bit conceited. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I, you know, I was in radio before that, mm -hmm. um, before I made that move and decided not to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I always wanted to be on the FCC. Seriously? And, and, <laughs> and I, I didn't think about it consciously this way at the time, but it was, uh, looking back on it, I, I think it was more like, 
I want to set the rules, uh-huh. you know, about the broadcast mm-hmm. industry, at le- or at least have a hand, mm-hmm. you know, in setting the rules about the broadcast industry. Not that that ever would have happened. Combining two passions. Exactly. Yeah, Broadcasting, okay. you know, and... Yeah. Like I said, being conceited and telling other people what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you uh, did a U-turn and came back. As, as am I. As am I. I, I. I don't think I would have made a good lawyer. Yeah. You know. So when you were at Bradley, were you working in radio? Or did you get a job while you were going to school? Well, uh, yes and no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, to be honest with you, I, uh, you know, radio was, was really the furthest thing from my mind hmm. um, when I was growing up and when I was at Bradley. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had some friends who were involved in the, the campus radio station at mm-hmm. the time, WRBU, mm-hmm. uh, which was not a big operation, as mm-hmm. you can imagine. Mm-hmm. The only way you could listen to it was if you tuned to Channel 5 on your on-campus cable. <laughs> and watching TV to hear the radio. Right. So, and you'd see all these local commercials for RV places and things like that. But they did have the forecast on the bottom of the screen uh-huh. scrolling. So not only could you listen to WRBU, but you could tell what the weather was going to be the next day. Um, so I, I did that, got very involved in the campus radio station. Mm-hmm. And then my advisor at Bradley said, hey, there, you can intern. And so I got an internship uh, at uh, what was Kelly Communications Mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I actually got a job uh, doing overnights Mm -hmm. uh, at Kelly Mm -hmm. uh, when I was a senior at Bradley, uh, which was not optimal because I was doing overnights. Yes. And, and you had all 8 o'clock classes. Actually, yeah. that might have been good. You had all 2 o'clock classes. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, the only class I ever dropped at Bradley was a 9 o'clock <laughs> that semester because, you know, I'd, I'd be up in the evening and then I'd go do a five and a half hour air shift uh-huh. and then I had to be up for a couple hours then I'd go to this philosophy class <laughs> and it was like, this is not working. I'm gonna you and I that. have very similar stories there. I was doing 10 p.m. to 2 a.m my senior year uh, at Bradley, and had the same issue about yeah. early classes. Did you do your homework while you were on the air a little bit? Uh, every now and yeah. then. <laughs> you know, and I was doing country at the time. Uh-huh. Everybody out there, I hate to say it, I'm not a country fan. So <laughs> hey, I could, we do what we have to do. I could turn down the Joe Diffie, <laughs> you know, and do some homework. Yeah. So from uh, WXCL and Kelly, then where did your radio journey take you? Because you've worked at a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I worked at, uh, at the time, what was Cromwell mm-hmm. uh, Communications out mm-hmm. in Pekin. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think I'm one of the only people, short story, uh, when I made my transition from Kelly to Cromwell, mm-hmm. uh, I was actually on the air at Kelly the same day I was on the air at Cromwell. <laughs> They, wow. They, it was, and it was kind of strange working for two different companies uh-huh. and being actually on competing radio stations uh-huh. in the same day. <laughs> so that, you know, uh, met a lot of great people at Cromwell mm-hmm. uh, at the time. We, we really had a good time out there. Um, Across from the courthouse in Pekin. Yep. Yeah. Know it well. Yeah. So Cromwell, for those of you who don't know, went on to become what is now uh, Cumulus Media, which owns uh, WGLO and ninety-seven point three Nash FM and and those group of stations. But back then, gosh, you were on a station called the River. I remember at one point I, that was my only ever morning gig <laughs> on the River, and 
If I never do mornings again, I'll be a happy man. Hallelujah. <laughs> Done it twice. <laughs> Takes some getting used to. Yeah, it sure does. So um, when did you come over to what is now, follow the scorecard now, what is now Midwest Communications, which is the group that owns 93.3, The Drive, WMBD, and a whole host of other stations. When did you arrive there? Oh, that would have been, it was about 20 years ago at this point. Really? Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> boy, that would have been, I can't remember the exact date. Late, late late 90s early yeah. 91 uh-huh yeah okay and uh or yeah no that is right okay or, yeah. Yep. yeah and you didn't you start on mix 106.9 i mm-hmm. did which was light rock at the time mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah. so uh does is it lost on you that you happen to be on the number one rated station in peoria and you are the number one rated afternoon drive show it doesn't seem to affect you at all <laughs> you're just kind of like I, I would describe ryan as yeah that's good i guess <laughs> well I, I, a couple of things uh, you know i i am very proud of that uh-huh. you know I'm, I'm not a boastful person uh-huh. um i've also uh been in radio for a long time uh-huh. and you know that that when you think you're at the top, yep. <laughs> th- things can happen. Uh-huh. Uh, that being said, you know, um, it, it, you know, as always, it's not just as you know in mm-hmm. radio. I mean, it's it's a it's a group of yeah. people that, that do that. Mm-hmm. And and even though I'm on the air during that time, mm-hmm. uh, I've we're supposed to be talking inside radio. <laughs> uh, I've never looked at. It's it's different for a morning show. I'll put mm-hmm. it that way because the morning show is much more active. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm a little, a little more passive in the afternoon because mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're, you're talking between songs. But mm-hmm. I, I've never looked at what I do as a show. Mm. You know, you're on the air. You're a companion to the audience. Sure. I, I kind of look at it that way. Mm-hmm. And and the other elements you hear, the things between songs, the the, the the contests and things like that that we do, and and the music are you know. The, the the baby of other people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Hirschman, our program director, you right. know, and, and everybody who works, you know, to create the sound of that mm-hmm. station. And I'm just one element of that, mm-hmm. you know, talking every now and then. So. Well, an important one. Thank hey, you. what do you think, because the, the drive has been uh, at the top, if not the top of the ratings, essentially since its inception, what do you think makes that radio station work so well for Peoria? Uh, certainly the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Rick, our, our program director, mm-hmm. you know, the, the music is always evolving, as, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, including the station you're, you're on at the what moment. Was once a, what was once new is now a classic hit or an oldie. <laughs> yeah. and, and you have to evolve with, yeah. with your audience, yeah. you know, and I, I think we do a really good job of, mm-hmm. of evolving with the audience, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and the personalities we, we have on the air, mm-hmm. you know, whether, whether that be John Riley and Nancy in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, or, or Rick in the middays or Steck at night. Um, and I think I, I like to include myself in this. I think, I think we're all relatable, mm-hmm. uh, people, mm-hmm. you know, um, I like to think that people who listen to me, you know, um, feel like they get to know me mm-hmm. at least a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, you know, and, and it, just astounds me sometimes. You know, I'm I'm kind of anonymous. You know, when when it comes to on air, mm. uh, or at least I've always felt that way. You know, but a, a couple of weeks ago, you know, answered the phone in the studio, and you know, somebody said, "Hey, Ryan." You know, it was not somebody who calls all the time uh, or anything, uh-huh. but it was kind of nice for somebody to call and and feel like they they know me mm-hmm. and and they can. 
call me by, by my first name, like, mm -hmm. like they know me. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's, it's a good feeling. I completely understand yeah. that. We're talking with Ryan Madden, who is the host of the afternoon show on 93.3 The Drive, has been in Peoria Radio for 20, 25 years, somewhere along those lines, which is an incredible run for sure. But you may not know his uh, other job, uh, and has been for a long time, is producing and often voicing some of the uh, radio commercials you hear on uh, stations in Peoria. We call that a production director or creative services guy, and that's what Ryan does with the other part of his day, and you've been doing that a while too. Oh, all the way back to the, the Cromwell days. Yeah. So, yeah, what attracts you to uh, that side of broadcasting work? Um, <clears throat> boy, this is going to sound <laughs> like I'm saying this, um, uh, because I have to, but, I, but I really mean it, you know, really helping our clients, mm -hmm. you know, construct a, a an effective message, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, uh, you know, whether I'm working directly with the clients or, or just producing commercials, mm -hmm. you know, um, obviously we get information from them and we mm -hmm. use that to, to create the commercials. Uh, but, but, you know, really constructing a message, mm -hmm. you know, is, is kind of like, almost like putting together a puzzle. Yeah. You know, it's almost, I don't want to call it a game, mm -hmm. but, but, you know, constructing that message that, that is effective for... What for, is the, for those who don't know, what is the process? I'm a business owner and I'm like, you know, I need to get my, my message out. I love the guys at, uh, at 93.3, the drive, I'd like to be on that station or what are their other stations. What, what's then the process that happens from that moment to a commercial being on the air? Well, uh, there, there's a couple of different ways it can go. Uh, I mean, they could simply contact, you know, one of our, or go through, I should say, one of our, uh, you know, sales reps. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they gather information, they talk to the client, mm -hmm. uh, they, they pass that information on to us. Mm -hmm. We construct a, a script, mm -hmm. you know, um, typically pass it by the client, make mm -hmm. sure that's kind of the, uh, the message that they want to convey. Mm -hmm. And then we go ahead and, and produce that. So Get it's, it on the air. it's, it's uh, reading the script, it's adding you know, music or sound effects or whatever is called for. Sometimes the clients themselves end up on the commercial, so yeah. it's getting them in and coaching, I would assume. Well, and, and, and that really is um, the, the, the part of the job that, that uh, the production side that I enjoy most, mm -hmm. you know, is, is working directly with the clients, whether that be in the studio when we're recording or we do a lot of uh, what we call marketing workshops where, mm -hmm. you, where you simply sit down with the clients and you might spend an hour, hour and a half, couple hours, mm -hmm. you know, simply learning about them, mm -hmm. uh, learning about their business, you know, and it, it helps so much, you know, to, to have that one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. contact and, and really learn about why they're doing what they're doing. You're kind of solving a problem for them in a way, yeah. um, you know, what is why aren't their cash registers ringing? Why don't they have more traffic in the door? What is their message too broad and convoluted? You know, you're, you're working them down to a, a focused goal, aren't you? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that, that, that really is the, uh, uh, the, the, the goal mm -hmm. of that. And, you know, and it really, um, you know, I think about my evolution, you know, in time, going, mm -hmm. going back to uh, my early days of doing this job and, um, you know, back in the, in the Cromwell days, mm -hmm. and, and I was the production director mm -hmm. over there at that point, too. And, and we had a very young staff, uh, and we tried to be very creative, mm 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think we were mm-hmm. at, at times. Not that we're not creative now, but creative in a different way because back then, and th- this has taught me so much over time, is back then we were almost trying to amuse ourselves ah. uh, more than we were doing justice for the client, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. You know, and now, or what I've learned over time is that you can be creative, but you always have to look at that in the context of, am I just doing this to show off myself? Mm. Or am I doing what's best for the client? Mm. You know, if it's, if it's creative and it's conveying the message of the client, that's great. Okay. If it's creative and you're forgetting about what's best for the client, mm-hmm. that's no good. Yeah. So in that vein, what makes for an effective commercial, do you think? And I, you know what the next question will be. What makes for a bad radio commercial, do you think? Um, <laughs> boy, uh, you need something out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you need language that grabs attention. Mm-hmm. You know, quickly. And, <laughs> yeah, quickly. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I mean, I try to spend a lot of time when I'm when I'm writing scripts. You mm-hmm. know, of of you know, really kind of thinking about it. And and I've always looked at it like when when you're writing a script, you get a, a good first line. And I don't want to say the rest of it writes itself, mm-hmm. but if you don't have a first, a good first line, mm-hmm. and you make it to sentence number three, mm-hmm. and you're still kind of struggling, mm-hmm. you gotta go back and look mm-hmm. at that first line mm-hmm. because that thing, like I said, shouldn't write itself, but it should flow, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, from that good first line. And what about what what mistakes do you think people make when making radio commercials that just doesn't belong? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, just using the same old tropes. I'll put mm. it that way. Okay. Uh, and I, ooh, I hate to call out parking in the rear, free parking in the rear. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we, we used to have uh, a guy that used to uh, consult with us, not uh-huh. not just on the production side, but mm. kind of in general. And and he's absolutely right. You know, he would talk about the word quality. Yeah. You know, and about how everybody says quality. Uh huh. What does it mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then always, you know, it's the biggest sale of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and stuff like, you know, just cliches. Yeah, I you got know? you. Yeah. So the other day, uh, if you can't tell already, Ryan is a very thoughtful person. So the other day in the hallway of all things, he and I were talking about the artist Leonardo da Vinci, right? (laughs) (laughs) We were. And it occurred to me that there is a lot going on in your head beyond radio commercials, (laughs) that you have a deep interest in the thing. So when you're not uh, on the air, when you're not making commercials, um, what interests you? Oh, you know, I hate to say it. I'm, um, I shouldn't say I hate to say it. Uh, I'm a news junkie. Okay. I, I, I watch way too much <laughs> political uh, television. Interesting, you know? because that doesn't really come out in, it wouldn't have a natural path to come out in your work unless mm-hmm. you started doing talk radio. Yeah. So that's interesting. Okay. So are yeah. you a reader? Not as much as I should really? be. Interesting. I'll put it that way. Uh, I do <laughs> Good like, thing you weren't a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. uh, no, I, I love to travel. 
You know, mm. I mean, I, I really do, and I, I think that's kind of how the uh, Da Vinci mm -hmm. uh, discussion kind of, or at least it was an aspect of the uh, Da Vinci. Is it Leonardo Da Vinci? Yeah. Okay, it good. Is, is. <laughs> which, which, by the way, I'll give a shout out to the uh, Peoria Riverfront Museum, which uh, has a Da Vinci exhibit. Oh, that's right. Right yeah. now. That okay. going to have to get down to. But no, we talked about how yeah. I was in uh, D.C. Mm -hmm. a few years ago, and the only Leonardo Da Vinci um, is in art museum, classical art museum in uh, D.C., yeah. So it sounds like, you know, art and history kind of trip your trigger a little bit, but mm -hmm. it's kind of kind of the current events of the day and news. Gosh, um, we could do a whole show on just that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'd, I'd say both. You know, it, 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 yeah, no, it, it really is how, um, you know, current events and what is happening in the world now, just having a perspective mm -hmm. about history and how that affects today, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, last night I was watching this this great uh, um, series. It was a rerun, but great series on uh, PBS mm -hmm. uh, called Native America. Oh yeah, yeah. familiar with it? Yeah, mm -hmm. which is wonderful. And they, mm -hmm. it was a whole uh, program on the Comanches. Mm -hmm. You know, and it, it was really fascinating. You know, because the, the the Comanches were around. You know, all the way up. You know, as an actual tribe mm -hmm. that that lived traditional ways. Mm -hmm. um, you know, really up until the Civil War you know, hmm. or after the Civil War, a little bit. Uh, but, you know, how the government at the time mm -hmm. dealt with them, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can kind of put that in perspective mm -hmm. of, of the, the things that we as a society and as a government mm -hmm. are doing today, mm -hmm. you know. See, isn't this a guy, an interesting guy that's so much more than Def Leppard and Leonard Skinner <laughs> records? I mean, not that those aren't great, but man, I'm telling you, you are a... Have you always been this calm, cool, and collected? Has that just been your personality? Because I, I, for those of us on the inside, the job you do couldn't be more stressful, yet you handle it with such grace. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I, I, you know, I'm, I've just been always laid back. Yeah. You know, um, I, 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 that's kind of just my personality who you are yeah. well i'm glad that's who you are okay. <laughs> ryan madden who is the host of uh, the afternoon show top rated for uh 93.3 the drive and then produces many of the commercials you hear on the radio and does a great job at that and uh Man, uh, just kind of a deep guy, and I enjoyed talking him to, to uh, him today on Scott Wheeler's Airplay. You can see this, of course, again on uh, Peoria Life's Facebook page, their web portal, their YouTube channel. Ryan and I will both share it on our pages, I'm sure. And you can check it out on Peoria TV Channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. Until next Tuesday around 10 o'clock, this is Scott Wheeler for Airplay. PeoriaLife.com.